Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello, welcome to The Chaser Report for Friday the 18th of June. Sydney on the verge of a massive lockdown, potentially. Yes, but Dom, we have on the show today a huge megastar, probably the biggest star in Australia. Is this one of those things where you describe yourself, Charles? <laughs> no, no, no. We've got Osher Gunsberg. Seriously? In the show today, yes. As in, like, The Bachelor, all that stuff? Yep. The Masked Singer? Yep. On The Chase Report, basically co-hosting with you and me today. Then oh, where yeah. is he? Well, he's not, he's not actually in. It's more... It's not quite a whole co-host thing. Hang on, this is one of these things where you've just taken an interview with Osher and cut it up. No, no, it? no. He's literally recorded something for us. It was for the sketch. Like it's basically he's doing the sketch. He's in the sketch. He's in the sketch. So today. the sketch stars Osher Ginsburg. Well, it, what's he going to do for us? The thing is, uh, the, the original idea was that the sketch would star Osher, but then he, he read the script and uh, he, he refused to. Do the sketch. Oh, okay. But so, in fact, he rejected the opportunity to be in the episode. No, but we got him to record one line um, rejecting <laughs> us, and that's it. We've included that in the sketch. Okay. Yeah. So he's technically in the he's, episode, yes. saying he doesn't want to be in the episode. He's star. It's starring Osher Gunsberg. It's the Chase Report starring Osher Gunsberg. Move over, Carla Jackio. <laughs> this is the show that all the celebrities don't want to be on. <laughs> Coming up, we're going to solve the mice plague in regional Australia. We love you, regional Australia. We're with you, regional Australia. We're with you. We're also with Sydney, where the outbreak uh, is getting quite worrying uh. and could potentially result in a lockdown. We're going to talk to someone who actually is currently under lockdown. And uh, what else are we doing? It's daily. That's, oh, that's yeah. enough. I think that's all. Yeah, I think, screw it. Yeah, people got to get on with their lives. Yeah. They don't want to just listen to this all day. Including us. Uh, but first of all, let's go to Rebecca Dayunamino in the Chaser Newsroom. Is she with Osha Ginsburg? Um, he's, he's not, is he? No, he's not. Oh, God, Charles. The federal government has today blocked the Greens bid to launch an inquiry into the allegations against Christian Porter. Prime Minister Scott Morrison said that the government is always committed to listening to women unless it threatens their one-seat majority. Russian President Vladimir Putin has been asked by an American journalist about the frequent untimely ends of people who oppose his regime. The journalist was unable to pursue the matter further as she tripped off a bridge and shot herself in the head after accidentally locking herself in a suitcase shortly after the press conference. Acting Prime Minister Michael McCormack has solved the rat plague today by rehoming all the vermin into Sydney's inner city homes. When questioned why he didn't include Canberra in the plan, McCormack stated there were enough rats in Parliament already. That's the latest news you can't trust for The Chaser Report. I am moving away from Bondi as fast as possible. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Today's episode of The Chaser Report brought to you by the new and improved Delta variant of COVID. This limited edition premium strain is now available exclusively at Bondi Junction. 
All right, it's time to now very briefly pay attention to what's happening in regional Australia. We've got Lachlan and Gabby with us as well because Charles and I don't have the attention span for this. Don, before we start, I just want to say I'm with regional Australia. Are you? I really am. I'm, I'm with them. But not physically. And I believe in them. Not emotionally either. So what's happening in regional Australia, apart from Charles being creepy towards it, is that there is a mice plague. Oh, I didn't know about that. The acting Prime Minister, Michael McCormack, had this to say about what it's like having mice fucking everywhere. I live in a community, I live in a community where they are ravaged as well by mice and there is nothing worse than the stench of mice. Is there really nothing worse than the stench of mice? Gabby, you're from a regional area. I love bringing that up on this podcast. Yep. Yeah, look, it's not, it's not pleasant to the nostrils. All right, so the question is what to do about it. Now, Michael McCormack... Uh, has been pretty irritated by animal rights activists saying to look after the mice. He had this to say in Parliament. And then we have, of course, Peter, the uh, people for the ethical treatment of animals coming out saying that the mice, the poor little curious creatures, should be rehomed. Well, I actually agree with Peter. They should be rehomed into their inner-city apartment so that they can nibble away at their food and their feet at night and scratch their children at night. But this is a disgrace by Peter. So he thinks you put the mice in the activist departments. And I've got to say, that would be a fascinating TV show. Although that's it. If you put them in Vaucluse, they'd have the streets themselves at the moment. Uh, uh, but I, I sort of feel that Michael McCormack's using a bit of a straw man there. With, yeah. You know, saying Pete, Peter's wanting to save the mice or whatever. And, and he shouldn't really use straw men at the moment because they'll be eaten by the mice. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, look, to deal with the mice and to deal with the stench of the mice, surely they should do what I do, which is just use deodorant. <laughs> yeah. As someone who has been a teenage boy in his time, I, I would say the only thing worse than the stench of dead rats is Lynx Africa. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. I feel like we should try and solve this mouse problem. Yeah, for reals. It's a big deal. Yeah, I'm glad you say that, Charles. For the bush, because we're for the bush. For yeah, the bush. Yeah. Sure are up in our inner city suburb, aren't mm. we? I mean, whenever whenever gun rights are discussed, right, whenever yes. we talk about cracking down on guns, everyone always goes, Oh, well, except for farmers, because they need them. Mm. Well, fucking buckle up, farmers. You've got your guns. How good is your aim going to have to be? I'm just thinking what they need to do is ship some gamers into yes. the farms because they've spent years training for, like, zombie apocalypses with fake guns. Yeah, they don't sleep. They know, just get the wide gamers in there, give them semi-automatic weapons and set them loose. <laughs> Nothing more than an AK-7 and a bottle of Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah, that's um, right. I, the rat I, plague will be solved in a day. I thought we could deal with the with the mice in a more inner-city lefty kind of way, and I thought um, you could release a bunch of cats to offset the amount of mice. Well, there are already feral cats. What the fuck are they doing? <laughs> no, but the problem is there's not enough. I think we need to bring in a bigger predator. Like, I mean, <laughs> Lions. Oh, sorry, Chris. We obviously can't use that in the podcast. I don't want to be fucking sued. No, but think about it. Crocodiles. Just get all the crocodiles. Because there's tons of crocodiles in the Northern Territory. Bring them down. They'll have a blast eating all the mouses. They're too busy eating all the people. And anyway, if the crocodiles eat the people then they'll stop complaining, solution solved anyway, like either way. Um, I thought you could also just release the movie cats again and they'll probably just stay away because they have better taste, yes. I think. Or you could just get James Corden to just go and scare them away. <laughs> Try and interview them. <laughs> oh, I just think that you guys are going around this the wrong way because like, where does a rat plague come from? Mm. What we need is, is something that stops 
the rats from banging. I just think what we need is a whole bunch of mouse condoms. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Have you got any spare? I must say, I th- don't think we're using the available resources that we've got going at the moment enough yet. Well, like those satire and big props. Well, no, no, but we've no, <laughs> we've got <laughs> we've got a global pandemic on hand. Oh, with a strain of a deadly virus, right? Hmm. We just get into the lab. Make, oh. it, make it a bit more deadly and make it so that mouse mice, COVID. Mice oh my can god, get it. it's reverse plague. Yes, <laughs> they've had that coming for a couple hundred years, haven't they? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Today's episode of the Chase Report brought to you by New South Wales COVID Response. Hoping everything will just pan out fine since 2020. From the creators of Bondi Rescue and Bondi Vet comes a brand new show, Bondi Hotspot. Bondi is a hotspot for culture, love, partying, and lately, deadly viruses. Sir, have you taken any of the vaccine drugs yet? No, but I snort a fuck ton of cocaine. Does that count? Join the contact tracers as they hunt through every day spa and tanning salon in the eastern suburbs. So, uh, where did you go for brunch? Early brunch? Late brunch? Or late, late brunch? Each week, you'll get to see the dramatic challenges of surf life saving while social distancing. This man isn't breathing. We need CPR on him, stat. Uh, but you've got to stay 1.5 metres away. It's the suburb of Sydney that never sleeps, mainly because of all the cocaine they're taking. Direct from the quarantine hotels, all the hottest COVID strains in one hot place. Bondi Hotspot, hosted by Osha Gunsberg. Oh, no, 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 there's no way I'm hosting that. Coming soon on 10. Uh, so wait, if we get locked down, do I get a refund on my $400 hot yoga session? Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The Chaser Report. News you know you can't trust. So, Charles, the Sydney COVID outbreak, since we talked yesterday, there have been more cases. Mm. And even more concerningly, we found out that it is the Delta strain, the hot strain, the bad strain. So it's worth getting a little bit concerned now. Yes, I think it's fair to say panic is setting in across the eastern suburbs of Sydney. We're hearing reports this morning of panic buying of cocaine. There's virtually no Botox in any of the shelves. Well, the good news is if you take enough drugs, you don't have to shit. So the toilet paper won't be a problem. (laughs) It's a cocaine-only 14-day lockdown. Well, it's more of a health cleanse. There's been a run on gluten-free bagels this morning. I mean, this this is tense stuff. Are you prepared, Charles? Are you prepared in case the city goes into lockdown? Yes, I've already uh, lined up my excuses for why I can't lock down with the rest of my family this time and that my wife is going to have to look after the kids on her own. Um, That's good. How are you going to pull that off? I'm just going to shout very loudly so that it sounds like I'm inside a tunnel and I'll just say, Oh, no, I'm stuck inside a tunnel. I can't possibly make it home. You just be in lockdown without me. And then I'll just go to a hotel and stay there for 14 days. That's right. Well, you could just say that you've caught COVID oh, and you yes. have to go to a COVID hotel. But I'm, I'm double vaccinated. I'm, 
Um, yeah, it'll be a very, very mild strain. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty ready. I mean, I guess mm. I'll just stay at home, not go and see any friends, not go out, not have any social life. So it'll just be like normal yeah, it's life. Just for normal. Me. <laughs> yeah. But look, one person who has already been affected by this is Nick Jemis. He's a friend of mine. He lives in Vaucluse. We've got him on the line now to explain how to cope with a snap 14-day lockdown. Hey, Nick, how's it going? Very well, Dominic. How are you? I'm well, but I'm not self-isolating due to a massive outbreak of the Delta variant of COVID on the street where I work. Yeah, they shouldn't call it self-isolating because it's really the government telling you to do it. You don't really have a choice, do you? Yeah, it's more home detention, isn't it? Home detention. It feels like I'm back at school. You know when you... When you do really something naughty and they, they suspend you and they send you home. Only this time I did nothing but sort of go and have a casual coffee with a friend very briefly. It wasn't even in the actual window of which the guy was supposedly there. And now I'm on detention for 14 days. You weren't even in the cafe. Yeah, right. Mm. They must be pretty worried about this thing. Well, it's uh, Delta strain and apparently it's very contagious. What happened was yesterday afternoon, it's got a text message. It had the location written, you're at Rocco's. Uh, you need to now go and get tested immediately and begin self-isolating. So I, I luckily got down to Bondi Beach to the testing station there before the queue started. So what's your strategy for the 14 days? At what point do you start staring at the ceiling and, you know, scratching the walls? Well, I was listening to Question Time yesterday. How is it that the word pivot has just come into the common parlance and pivot this, pivot that. I, I can't I can't cope with this. Well, I think that word's meaning has pivoted from what it used I to mean. It <laughs> oh, you're so bored. You're self-isolating and you're watching you Question Time. <laughs> oh, you poor yeah. bastard. Yes, Question Time. It's like a, an indication you've got way too much time on your hands. Chin up and look, maybe the rest of us will be under 14 days <laughs> lockdown by the time you emerge. You'll be the only man walking around the streets of Sydney. Well, I was thinking about this, right? What if I walk out of here after 14 days I've got the whole place to myself, you know? That'd be kind of cool. It would be very... <laughs> we'd, we'd be very jealous of you. All right, well, enjoy that when it inevitably happens. Thanks, Nick. Bye. Speak to you soon, bye. This episode brought to you by Facebook, brainwashing your parents since 2007. Now, before we go, Dom, I just want to talk about what Chris Bowen did in Parliament the other day. Oh, Chris Bowen. Who is that again? He's that Labor guy who... Um, Didn't well, he used to be like shadow yeah, something? He was shadow treasurer yeah. for a while. Anyway, he brought a lump of solar panelling into Parliament like oh, as a prop. Just like, like ScoMo. Like Scott Morrison brought the coal in. And he taunted the government saying, what are you afraid of? What are you afraid of with this... Solar paneling. That's what we call a callback joke, isn't it? Yeah, it was a callback joke. But it was also a props joke. And, oh. and I love props. And they're not actually allowed in Parliament. Right. But politicians use them from time to time. And I was just thinking, wouldn't it be good if they just allowed politicians to bring in any props they wanted? Mm. Because you could do... Like, so many po- politicians have these little pet causes that they, that they really are passionate about that they could bring in. Like Matt Canavan, for example, is the resources minister... He's, he's all pro having a nuclear waste dump in Australia. Oh. He should just bring in a, a you know, barrel, uranium. Of, <laughs> barrel of used uranium oh, into wow. Parliament and say, what are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? Well, Senator Steve Fielding um, yeah. from Family First, he loved getting about in the giant PET bottle suit. Do you remember that? Yeah. He just loves it. The only thing I remember about Steve Fielding that he did in all of his years in Parliament, mm. I think he should have been allowed to sit in the chamber yep. as a bottle. They couldn't have ignored the issue then, could they? <laughs> I reckon Bob Catter 
should bring in a live crocodile <laughs> into Parliament. And that just would go, be very entertaining. See, this is what you should be afraid of. <laughs> yes, Charles, I think we can all agree that big props would make Australia a better place. Now, it is Review Friday. So, Charles, what are some of the reviews people have left on Apple Podcasts for us? Well, uh, from Bait Bean Enthusiast, uh, the title is Lovely Show, and it says, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the Chase Report. Well, I thoroughly enjoy the work of the interns who are funny, clever and talented. Dom and Charles are okay, I guess. Fair enough. So <laughs> Glacial Gastropod says, The wisdom of youth and the energy of age. The chaser set the bar so low it is a tripping hazard in hell. I thought there was going to be another review written <laughs> by the interns. but That's a five-star review. Oh, okay. So, uh, what's this one? Uh, most reliable newscast. Well, that is true. Yes, finally I've found a reliable news podcast. I'm now across all the stories and can give my opinion on how it really is in the next family barbecue. Thank you, Chaser team. Yeah, I'm thinking we should maybe release like the news version of the podcast that's two minutes long and has no jokes. <laughs> I think that might good. be more useful. But this is by far the best review of the week, which is from Bike Brad, uh, who says, Hamish and Andy have never been funnier. So there you go. You can leave your review at Apple Podcasts. It helps us out very much if you do. Thanks for listening. Our gear is from Rode Microphones and we are part of the Acast Creator Network. Have a great weekend. See ya. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.